Even back home years ago, when we were first hanging out together, he'd know if the quarterback was on coke. Columbia for 20. If his girlfriend was knocked up, 20 times on Columbia. he'd get the wing velocity so he could judge the field goals. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? He'd be working on this shit day and night. There was nothing about a game he was going to bet that he didn't know. He's got down at six. Got me down at Season after season, the prick was the only guaranteed winner I ever knew. But he was so serious about it all that I don't think he ever enjoyed himself. All right, degenerates, here he comes, the $100 man with the $1,000 plan from Orno to Ames to Scottsdale. All your big money dreams. Stay in play with Tiny Nick. I'm just sitting in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. Well, 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 boys, it feels good to be introduced as a guy who's correct, which I usually am. D-Train, it's nice to see you. Thank you. Uh, normally, I get introduced by one of the weak boys on this show, but it's nice to be introduced by another alpha. Great to be here on another episode of Ricky Ticky Tavi's Will He or Won't He Have It? Uh, Ricky, it's nice to see you. As always, Sean, uh, you look fine, I guess. Pear, oh, Pear with uh, took the backdrop down so we can see what his real house looks like. I wonder if he's paying his taxes. And uh, as always, huge shout out to our producer Pickles, guys. I, I know we got a lot of football to talk but if you'll um if you'll let me if you'll indulge me just for a second uh i'd like to read something here <clears throat> last week on tiny nick's giant picks i Cy amundsen made a mistake <laughs> while enjoying the company of good friends and family I had one too many drinks and decided to podcast. <laughs> Although I will not apologize for enjoying myself and enjoying the company of people I love, I will apologize for bringing my behavior onto the podcast. Clearly, I said some things I didn't mean, and I wasn't able to exude my normal boyish charm well, <laughs> having a fun time with my fellas. Um, I need everybody to know that uh, it is an addiction. I have an addiction problem, and it is a disease. Addictions are diseases. Uh, this is one of the two disease addictions I have been medically diagnosed with. This and the other one is sex. And <laughs> I just want everybody to know that I am working through uh and having these issues managed and therefore <laughs> i'm just happy to be here and i'm happy to receive everyone's grace and support as i continue to run for sheriff uh despite my intense alcohol and sex addictions the floor is yours <laughs> well, <sorry. laughs> we're glad you could uh, could join us today we're trying out a new segment right now actually it's called the speed round twins he's going to be at least three thousand maybe ten thousand dollars richer he's got the lead we finish it up with the speed round 60 seconds on the clock please for getting through games so 
Let's get your quick pick here to start out with. The Bengals are uh, three and a half point favorites against Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay. Total coming in at 44 points. What are you doing, Cy? I got to tell you, you say speed round, and all I think about is when me and a group of 18 strangers get in a house <laughs> and start sticking poles and holes. We go room to room, banging <laughs> and slanging. And uh, I, oh you know, God. I don't know if you did that on purpose, but that did trigger my sex addiction. <laughs> I'm taking the Bengals as a three and a half point favorite here. Cincinnati is 10 and three ATS on the season. Tom Brady has just not been Tom Brady this year. The Bucks, so many injuries to deal with, just not a good team right now. And the Bengals are absolutely rolling. Let's roll Joe Burrow and move on to another quarterback that's having a weird year. What's going on in Green Bay? Pair, let us know. Packers coming in as a seven point favorite against the. Los are you Angeles doing this on Rams. purpose? Are you doing it on purpose? Talk about rolling men and speed rounds? <laughs> and packing, why just, Cy. Why don't you packing. start choking me and spitting my mouth, Nick? What sort of podcast <laughs> is this? Are we talking football or are we talking oral techniques right now? Pick a lane. I shouldn't see. This is the problem. My lawyer said be vulnerable on the show. And I come out here and be vulnerable. And all you are is like, clip this. Clit that. Here's a clit. There's a clit. Clit for everybody. And I just, it's unbelievable, Nick. It's going to be tough to, to keep Cy from getting turned on by this guy, but Baker Mayfield had a great game last week, Pear. We saw it. Let's leave the humor to the professionals. <laughs> two days. Two, two days in Los Angeles, and Baker Mayfield already getting a win under his belt. Packers, dumpster fire all season. I don't know what to do in this game, Pear. What are we doing? Pair, I bet you got a big wind under that belt of yours, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd like to invite you to my speed round. See which one of us finishes first. <laughs> you like uh, you like a little yes. junk in the trunk, huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm your man then, Cy. Pair, maybe uh, we should set our differences aside and just French kiss. <laughs> I feel so free. I've been holding this part of me inside for so long, and now I can say it. I'm a sexual deviant who's running for sheriff. It feels great. <laughs> is, this, yeah, is this what the whole woke identity Twitter nonsense about is just saying who you are and having people not get you in trouble for it? Uh, speaking of holding things Rick. inside of people, we've got two really good looking coaches here. Maybe only second and third to Cliff Kings Cliff. Kingsbury. Which one of these sexy coaches is going to win this weekend? Oh, well, yeah. if you made me decide between Sean McSlay and Quit Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting revved up. Rick, you're a cock. This is what it is. This is what this is what all this Twitter empowerment is. Oh my gosh! I should have canceled my student loan. Like I, I maybe no I've been comment. wrong. Maybe I've been wrong this whole time. Well, no, you're you're one of them, right? What's your weird thing? You got a thing, right? What's your thing? <laughs> Didn't you date a cat like three years ago? <laughs> Pair for the love of God, isn't please give me a pick on this Isn't Packers that why game. your friends call you Slippery Slope Hamity? Because <laughs> you're the guy. Guys like me were like, you can't let them get married, or next thing you know, they'll be marrying cats and dogs. And everybody's like, that's nonsense. That's a slippery slope. And then 
I know it broke off and broke your heart, but I still have the wedding invite on my fridge for you and Misty May. No, that's why uh, Nick has a litter box in his in his bathroom. Uh, as far as this game, I like uh, I like the Packers here minus seven and tease down to win. Uh, the Rams had that miracle win last week. We've seen multiple occasions this year when teams have a miracle comeback win. Most recent example, last week uh, after the Buccaneers pulled it out, they get smashed in their next game. And nobody oh, knows about it. a bunch of men getting smashed <laughs> on a weekly basis than Cy. So uh, I, I think he can relate here and tell us that the Rams uh, are weird. In it's weird. Liberals spend all their time trying to get us to uh, act right and talk right about people who are different yet. Here's the king of them making a gay joke on a podcast. Congratulations, Bear. Speaking of anti-liberals, Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders are four and a half point favorites. Come on, Nick. Leave politics out of it. Leave politics out of it. Pear's over here. He woke up long enough to say something hateful, and you throw us right back into the who's I'm trying to come across the aisle and let you know that I am a sexual maniac. The things that I will do to different sorts of people knows no bounds. I'm currently in a throuple. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to admit that. I am in a throuple. <laughs> it feels good to say it out loud. <laughs> ah, I feel so free. Ethan, we just saw the Giants and the Commanders tie. I am drunk again. A, co I have to be <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, the, the Commanders are obviously trending in a better direction than the Giants. They're a four and a half point favorite in this game. It's a division matchup which tells you it's probably going to be a close game. And Daniel Jones is 15-5 and five ATS as a road underdog, as well as 9-4 and four ATS as a divisional underdog. I, I think Washington wins this game. I don't know by how much. What are you doing here? Uh, I hate the 4.5. It's, it's just too much. It feels like a bit of an overreaction to them getting housed by the Eagles when the Eagles are amazing. So to me, it's a Niners win, or Niners the commanders win by three or four points. I find it hard to want to bet confidently on a five-point spread in division between two teams that are probably separated by which quarterback doesn't throw an interception and which defensive front has a better game. So to me, it's not worth five points that you're giving. That being said, uh, I don't enjoy betting on the Giants because of Daniel Jones and how terrible their receivers are. It feels like if you go down, it's going to be impossible to score. At least Taylor Heineke, you have that whimsical Ryan Fitzpatrick factor to him where you believe that he can go down and get a cover like he almost was able to do in the first game against the Giants when he converted that fourth and four and got the touchdown to get to OT. Uh, so to me, I, don't lo I love uh, teasing the Giants up. And I do, if I have to bet the game, I do like the Giants side of the line. Believe the Commanders will win, but it's just too many points. You're getting a free point and a half or two points. Now, Pear, we saw last week what the Texans did in in the Cowboys game, hung tight with them. I don't think that's anything indicative of the Texans being good. I think that's just Dallas having a horrible shithouse game. I'm rolling with the Chiefs minus 14 against Houston. This game's at Houston, Ooh. total coming in at 49 and a half. I know the big numbers scare you, especially this year, Pear, but I just think it's a game that the Chiefs have to beat the brakes off of the Texans to kind of get right for themselves. Or five and eight ATS this year, not great. Six and seven to the total, 49 and a half. Chiefs minus 14 is the pick here. What are you doing? It's a lot of candy to hand out uh, with, uh, 
with Mahomes, who is not good as you a double-digit favorite. We used favorite. to call candy. <laughs> Back at we had we had this house we used to rent when I uh, started our business, and it was called the Rip House. It was me <laughs> and four other prominent community members, and we would bring our mistresses and our missers, the Rip and <laughs> we would get wild. But you want to know what we called candy pair? I'm listening. I'll text it to you. It's too. It's too much. I'll text it. <laughs> Keep going. I'll text it to you. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes five ten and one ATS as a double digit favorite. We've talked about it before. You want him as a field goal or less favorite. He kills in those situations. He does not in these situations. And the Chiefs find them find themselves there all the time because of their mispricing in the market. Uh, double digit underdogs this season already fourteen and seven ATS. And home dogs of 10-plus points in December or later, 35 and 18 ATS. 14's too many. They're trying to get you to, to jump on that number that's easily backdoorable. You want to get in a seven-point teaser? I'm not going to argue with you there. Uh, you, if you want to get a 17-point a teaser in either direction, I'm not going to argue with you there. Uh, but 14's too much for me to lay on the road. If you want to get easy backdoorable, I'm not going to argue with you there. You know, I'm feeling so free. This is something new for me, and thank you guys. Thank you. Side, you are you confident in taking Justin Herbert as a three point favorite against the Titans this week? We've talked in the past about the Titans kind of figuring it out and being the weird sure. team that yeah, you know, turns it on as uh, late in the season. Turns it on. Always makes a run of the playoffs. <laughs> Herbert and the Chargers are a three point favorite here. Total coming in at 47 points. I I, I leaned to. To mm-hmm. Los Angeles in this game, but something tells me the Titans aren't as bad as they've played as of late. What do you think? It's a trap. Um, what would you guys say is your favorite high risk <laughs> sexual position? Okay, we look like a, a room full of fellows who like to put a belt around their throat and hope that uh, <laughs> hope that their parents don't find them in their closet. Am I right? Am I looking at there you? There hasn't met a belt skin he didn't like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I what are you fucking oh. talking about, Nick? I'm just happy to. I'm just. I feel this is why they have the parades. Ethan. This is why. This is why. I feel so alive. Ah. Ethan Chargers three point favorite against the Titans. We know the Titans have been dealing with a lot of injuries. They're on the road this week. King Henry hasn't been King Henry as of late. What are you doing? Well, who else feels alive is Mike Vrabel because he knows his penis isn't at risk of being cut off because this team is... <laughs> Give me the Chargers, baby. I'm just watching Sai's face on that delivery. I'm th- I think Sai knew where that was going even less than I did. Well, I don't... What is that? I don't know why... Is that what, why you would need to attack me. You're feeling... You're very attacky today. I tried to create, in your you words, so Nick, a safe space... <laughs> to be involved with friends and you just keep doing he just keeps shooting fucking arrows at me like he's robin hood but like an asshole like you're like an asshole robin hood i'm sorry i do apologize like that was on robin hood it feels it feels like a game where derrick henry henry is gonna run all over the chargers that is not something the dolphins were capable of at all last week couldn't move the ball at all Tua couldn't seemed like they figured him out the defense played out of their mind all those replacement cornerbacks safeties in the secondary it's not going to happen again i'd like to just take the three points being that the titans 
are not really on the road because they don't have any home field advantage there. So for me, it's about Derrick Henry not fumbling and this game being a three-point game. Yes, I was talking about his favorite belts to choke himself with. I like them with studs. And speaking of studs, uh, this Titans team has a few of them. They've got a few studs. And I think this is an opportunity for the Tennessee Titans to shine. Thanks, Si. I'm learning from you. Speaking of uh, speaking of running it, uh, the running it Fortunate through transition. <laughs> transition. Just getting ridiculous. The Titans are going to run it through the Chargers all day long, but uh, the that's because the Chargers' run defense is terrible. But to the other side of that, the Titans' pass funnel defense is a horrible matchup for the Chargers or against the Chargers. Uh, Herbert, if he's going to build off of that game. And we saw, like we talked about earlier, what he looks like when he has his weapons, Allen Williams, now Josh Palmer, uh, Austin Eckler out of the backfield. That is a horrible matchup for the Titans defense uh, that has been terribly exposed recently. I think neither team stops the other. I think the over is in play here. I am on the Chargers at minus three. That seems like a very cheap price, even though it's a little suspect. Might be uh, sound the trap line alarm right there on that one. Speaking of suspect pair, the Browns are two and a half point favorites against the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Total coming in at 38 and a half. What are you doing, pair? Uh, let's see if I can massage a good transition into this one. Um, I don't like uh, I, I don't like the weather situation in this game. Uh, I, I think we're looking at a a typical Cleveland uh, windy, crappy weather situation that's gonna have like a a 10-7 game written all over it. So I like the under in this one. But I don't think uh, Stefanski is anyone you want to be backing in the division. 4-12 ATS against the AFC North, including 0-3 in December or later. Uh, Not good as a favorite against against anyone either. So I'm going to take the Ravens in this one and tease them up to 8.5, especially since the road team... In Saturday games in the regular season since 2018, 10-2-3 ATS. I'm still taking the Browns. Ethan, what are you doing on this game? Pass to sh- what? <laughs> I, I love the... Oh, uh, you mean against the spread. <laughs> that meant something. <laughs> ATS meant something totally different in the rip house. <laughs> Ass to sack. Yep, I'm 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 betting on <laughs> what kind of pervert are you pair? <laughs> I'm guessing what are on you the pervert, talking about I'm guessing the pervert in this game still is gonna look like he hasn't played football in two years, and you're getting a nine and four Ravens team with a B list Lamar Jackson able to cover that spread. Well it'll be it'll be Tyler Huntley this weekend. Lamar that's his Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, Tyler Huntley, sure. though, is questionable as well. Now, more than likely, he's they have play. C-list Lamar Jackson on the team yeah. as well, and that's better than <laughs> D-list. Uh, the massage D- therapy. That's better than enthusiast. an F-list person on the other yeah. side. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm running Baltimore here. I'm taking the money line, uh, getting it at about a buck forty here. I think Baltimore wins this game straight up. We're so. The the podcast is solely rolling with Baltimore because we're good human beings. This is bigger than this is larger than football for this game. So, uh, go Ravens! All money aside, uh, Raiders one point dog at home against the New England Patriots. Belichick every time you want to get rid of him just seems to keep doing this, hanging around long enough. 
Hold on, guys. Hold on. I'm getting a hold on. I'm getting a I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna step off the show. Just pause it. I'll be right back. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Okay. Hello. I think he would turn his phone on do not disturb during the podcast. Yeah, hey. it's pretty rude. And he's not muted again. Oh man. Yeah, no, it's going it's actually this is like one of the few times the show has ever gone well. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. It's surprising. Yeah. Well, so I decided, I know I didn't, we didn't talk first, but I decided I should open with an apology given how people reacted to kind of the whole inebriation issue. And so classic playbook said I had a alcohol addiction. Um, you know, people can't fault <laughs> me for that. It's a disease and, you know, people identify with that. It makes me a, you know, stronger candidate. And then get this, <laughs> once I saw them buy into that and just eat it up like the fucking dumb slurpees they are, I don't know. I just felt empowered to reveal the real thing about me, the whole like crazy sex addiction, like dangerous sex. <laughs> and it like, oh, I, I just feel so free. What do you mean? No, I think it's like they were so welcoming. And so I just started talking about it and saying, like, I told them about the rip house. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, because no, it's part of the culture where you come out as something and then they're like, they embrace you. And <laughs> really, <laughs> really. <laughs> I mean a lot I said a lot <laughs> yeah so much I, I mean I don't know how, how would I clean I mean how the fuck would I even start to clean it up I mean never mind these guys are fucking as smart as a rock sitting on top of another rock so I think I could <laughs> just maybe I could maybe make them just fucking count me back in and start the show from where I started earlier I could probably do that yeah i had no idea man i had no fucking idea i just thought i was being a person okay yeah yeah i'll be i'll finish show up and i'll be at the rip house by 10 30 i think yeah bring that hey bring that bag of needles that i left at the house okay yeah all right yeah they're fucking idiots it'll be fine <laughs> Yeah, actually, Pear has been fine today. <laughs> it's the little fucking Kiwi bitch. That one. He's like been hard to deal with this episode. The little, the little Australian. He looks. He looks like he looks like if a chipmunk was Australian white trash. That's what he looks like. So I know that's a lot going on there, but you saw him, you'd be like. Good day, mate. You're going to eat that garbage? Like that sort of stuff. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that, but that's the vibe of his face. So, um, okay. Yeah. No, I'll fix it. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I'll be ready too. Okay. 2000 years later. <clears throat> hey, guys. Real quick. Hey, D train. Um, I, I just talked to uh, my lawyer and he thought, <laughs> even though it's great to be out of out in the open as a sexual deviant that maybe that's more of a private life thing and <laughs> that i should like maybe so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna count myself back in and i'm gonna 
I'm going to come back in. Sean, shut the fuck up. You're the least important person on this show. I did some internet sleuthing. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I know the, who else uh, was in the rip house. You don't know anything John about John Jenkins was life? in the rip house, side. You don't know anything about... John Jenkins was a about, member of the rip house. You don't know anything about the rip house. <laughs> You're a bitch. You're, here's, how, here's how unimportant you are on this show. That I spend my time making fun of these two losers and I don't em? even get to you. I don't even get to you. If they're the Mount Rushmore of losers, you're the piece of rock that we didn't carve into an extra shitty president. You understand? So why don't you just shut your pretty little face up and that continue John to be... Jenkins got you fuck you, don't talk... Hey, I'm trying to talk to Dylan. You mentioned John Jenkins name one more time you mention it one more time and you'll find out what the fuck happened to him you understand me <laughs> dylan, you're gonna, dylan you're gonna cut all this look at me yeah, dylan, you got, make sure eyes. to cut that look at me in my fucking eyes say i am <laughs> sorry Cy. say it say it right fucking now i am sorry Cy. you're damn right you're sorry Did you finish is that what you needed is that what I needed? You fucking you little deviant. Deviant. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, I'm going to come myself back in and we're going to start when I came in originally on the show and we're just going to cut all of this out and bring me in like it's my first time coming in and we're going to finish this show and I'm going to hire a couple of guys to go to Sean's house <laughs> on his stomach and beat him to death if he doesn't shut his mouth. Cut all this. Sorry, I I thought this was a good moment for me. My lawyer said, "I get okay, ready, D train. I'm gonna count myself back in. Five, four, three, two. It's great to be here, Dylan. Nice to see you, man. Had a little bit too much fun with the Christmas party last week, but you know, you know how that goes. Anyway, nothing else new to report here. I'm just excited to talk some football, hang out with my good friend Sean." Uh, we, we are in totally different states right now, and uh, I just really enjoy his company, and it's good to be here. So let's talk football. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Ricky. Shout out yeah, to, my are... boy, to my boy Pickles producing the show. We're about to talk some Patriots football here, Pear. Uh, or Sai, sorry. Let's go to you, Pear. Patriots are a one-point favorite against the Las Vegas Raiders this week. 44.5 is the total. The Patriots are rolling as of late. Belichick is back on track. 7-5-1 ATS on the season. I think I'm rolling Patriots in this game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think I like them too. Uh, Josh McDaniel against uh, the boss. That is not a matchup that uh, that I want to be on the side of the Raiders, especially after they completely blew their long shot opportunity to uh, make an outside bid at the playoffs. So uh, I think the Patriots are the more motivated team, they're the better team. Uh, certainly defensively, this is a complete mismatch uh, with the Raiders owning the second worst defense in the league by DVOA and the Patriots owning the third best. I think uh, Mac Jones can do just enough against that defense uh, to get uh, to get the, the Patriots the, the victory here in, in Vegas. So uh, it's tough, but one point, that's, that, that's enough for me to, to back the Patriots. Compare am I crazy for wanting to roll with the Carolina Panthers as a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Steelers this week, seeing that Sam Darnold is starting to play some actual decent football? No, I don't think you're crazy at all. The Panthers, speaking of teams who are still in the hunt, the Panthers can win the division. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, yeah, it's within the realm of possibilities. So uh, Carolina, I, I think they're the 
they're probably the right side. I, I would, on a teaser, I'd probably look to tease the Steelers up. I think this is going to be a low-scoring, tight game, uh, defensive, because that's how the Panthers have been winning. You're not going to win a game with Sam Darnold. You're going to win the game with a defense that's been playing a lot better. So, uh, plus Tomlin, as an underdog in this spot uh, late in the season, has been pretty good. So I would uh, tease the Steelers up, but I think you're on the right side there with the Panthers. Now, Ethan, it looks like Jameis Winston has lost his starting job in New Orleans. Uh, Andy Dalton continues to play Andy Dalton football. Do you think the Saints can cover as a four-and-a-half-point favorite, or is that too much respect for a Saints team that has been in the worst division in football and still hasn't played good football? Looks like what 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 is Jameis's deal? What is Jameis's what what is happening? It doesn't matter. Clearly, four and a half is way too many for an Andy Dalton team. So to me, you're just getting this should be a a divisional matchup too. It's yeah, it's absolutely absurd. I think Mariota's still getting the start. They haven't given up on him because the Bucks are so bad. It is the Chode. It's uh, it's Desmond Ritter. That's why. Okay, well, I still think it's too many points, and he might be able to surprise you, but I'm not going to put a what about unknown an under? rookie quarterback what about, what about an under in at a parlay. Yeah, so the play here is definitely an under. The under feels like the smart play. They're just going to run the ball every play because that's what they did anyway with Marcus Mariota, and then you probably <laughs> don't have that two 40-yard bombs that get them into scoring position. So I like the under uh, with Pear, and to me, I don't know how you could possibly bet on Dennis Allen as who had one of the worst coaching games of the season in allowing that loss to Tom Brady. And, and Ethan, let's keep it with you for our for your best bets of the weekend. Uh, best bets. I like a three-team parlay. Tough because you have to put it in tomorrow because I just like the Niners at minus three too much over the Cox. Seahawks, they just uh, the Niners are way too good. Uh, that defense versus Gene Smith, he's going to throw two interceptions again. I love the Niners minus three. The Bengals, I'm just fading the Bucks hard, partly to hedge my stupid-ass division bet on them at minus 250. Uh, a good team against Tom Brady that can score. Give me that all day, only at three and a half. Buy the half a point if you have to. And then you can either put the Vikings in at minus three and a half, like we talked about, buy the half a point or the point, uh, or take the... I don't know. That's my bet, but I don't want to say it. I don't want to put the Vikings in. Well, the Niners are on Thursday night football, so that that barely counts because like seven people will hear this before then. But Dylan, what are your top picks of the weekend? Yeah, so I'm going to start with uh, a teaser here. I'm going to take all seven points, and I'm going to take Cardinals up to 10, Rams up to 10, Ravens up to 9.5, and and Steelers up to 10. All four of these games I think will be low-scoring games, so getting – nine and a half, 10 points on all of those underdogs, I think is a a really safe play. Uh, We talked about this also. I'm going to take Tua's under in passing yards. Right now, uh, books are projecting about 240, which I think is way too high for his under in this game. Um, I'm also going to lock in heavy tees this weekend on the Eagles uh, and the Bills. Tease both of those down, hit it hard, and uh, that'll be my my lockies for the weekend. And Perry, you've already talked a little bit about Pep's public pick, so... Let's just get straight into Tiny Paris' top picks of the weekend. Well, I got six games on Sunday that I'm releasing absolutely free. These games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's unborn children's children on these six games. Absolutely free. Oh, I believe, I believe. What do you got? 
Now, I'm going to throw a uh, – I've been big on teasers lately too, so I'll throw a seven-point three-team teaser at you. Eagles to minus two, Bills to pick them, and the Giants-Commanders game under 47. Uh, straight up, I like over 48.5 in Eagles-Bears. I like the Jets at a pick them. I like the Dolphins team total under 17.5 points. And I like the Chargers minus three. And then the ravens Rounds under 38 and a half. And I'm going to do things a little differently this week. As I mentioned before the show, I don't love the spreads this week and I don't want to force anything. It's, it's, it's a really tough week in the NFL this weekend, but my top spread pick of the weekend, if you, if you put a gun to my head, is going to be the Eagles. I think the Eagles are a good football team. I think we've talked about it all season. I think the bears are a bad football team. I think nine points, the way the Eagles has been playing are, the Eagles have been playing is not too many points, but I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do things differently. And I'm going to give you a bunch of teaser legs this week pair. I know that you're thinking that's cheating. It's not. Every one of these teaser legs is going to hit starting with the Eagles. That's about it. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I appreciate it. I needed that because when I'm looking at this, I'm like, do I want to just spray from games? I don't really love, especially on a Wednesday or am I going to hit what I'm actually going to hit, which is on teasers. And that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to tease the Eagles. I love the Eagles on a tease. I'm going to tease the Jets. I like the Jets on a tease. Uh, I'm going to tease the, this sounds funny, but I'm going to tease the Vikings over down to 42 and a half. I just, I don't, I think the Vikings offense or defense is that bad that that game goes over. Pair, I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to tease the Buffalo Bills down to a point and a half as a favorite against the Dolphins. I just haven't seen enough from Tua as of late to believe in them. I'm going to stay away from teasing the Cowboys game because there's not a number I really like in that game. I'm going to tease through zero on a six and a half point tease to get to plus three on the Bengals game because why not? The Bengals, the Bengals can't lose to the Tom Brady Bucks this year. The Bucks are that bad that it would be absolutely absurd to see something like that happen. And lastly, I'm going to roll with the Kansas City Chiefs. I know you tease them down to seven if you want on a seven point tease. Tease them on a six point tease. These teams are going to cover. If you want to tease up on a game, maybe Perry, you can tell me if you disagree, but maybe tease up on the Titans because. I, the Chargers don't beat teams by, you know, double digits. And the Titans have been underperforming, which maybe puts them as a, a discount team here. You can seven-point tease them up to 10, six-point tease them up to nine. But that's what I'm rolling with this weekend. Keep an eye on the weather out on the East Coast like we talked about. And we'll see how we do, guys. Uh, it's, 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 it's looking like it's going to be a very, very interesting end of the season. A lot of fun from Cy once again. But let's get the fuck out of here, boys. Where can we find you, Dylan? Yeah, you can find me at my, uh, this is actually my usual Twitter handle, and that's going to be D-Train. Uh, it's where I chronicle my experiences in the Rip House with our buddy Cy. And in, in case you were wondering, uh, D-Train is not some random nickname. I earned that name. <laughs> we were not wondering, Pear, where can we find you? Uh, I'm at uh, Woke Mind Virus. Because I staunchly believe in the free exchange of ideas, but also there is this one kind of idea which acts as a virus and must be destroyed in order to prevent the destruction of human civilization. And there's only one savior. Praise be to Elon. Uh, Ethan, where can we find you? You can find me on the internet researching what John Jenkins' favorite position was in the Rip House. (laughs) I imagine he was a bit of a caboose guy. So did that intersect? With D-Train and all? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to find out. D-Train has a caboose. 
And you can find uh, some tiny pairs daily picks on zonecoverage.com at Tiny Nick's Gambling Picks. You can find me on Twitter at The Real Tiny Nick. You can find us on Instagram at Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. And you can see us as, or see me as I sporadically appear on VSIN and Sports Grid TV randomly when no one else can appear and they need a last second fill in. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>